to the doghouse i'm diana and i'm david it's riverdale season six episode 21 chapter 116 the stand when archie and veronica's attempt to negotiate with percival doesn't go as planned the forces of good and evil finally face off leading to some unexpected revelations um okay <laughs> have they ever done a penultimate episode with this much shit and it came out this boring um season two because season three was good season four was good season five was weird it was weird this the yeah season two they've lost the plot <laughs> and oh, that's... they lost the thread well, a long time ago i know but they somehow always seem to man manage to pull a rabbit out of a hat mm-hmm. and they they ain't doing shit no i don't know if they just stopped trying or i i think i i'm i'm going to gather it doesn't excuse any of it i'm gonna gather that a portion of the issue here with the pacing is the not knowing if they have another season yet so they had to write to order i think they kind of did and then they when they knew they were getting another season it became a rewrite and re-edit and shift some th pieces around to make it so that they could have a cliffhanger without it being a finale because it had to either be a series finale or it has to be a season finale and those are two very different things and with the way they're writing this this season could have led to a series finale could it have in yeah. any set i mean here's where it could have thank god it's over <laughs> that's yeah. That's the feeling I would have if this were the series finale, <laughs> but no, no, but that is what my guess is why this episode feels like there's so much and there's also nothing. Matt, that's my guess is what happened. They just rushed so much shit at the last minute. They just did a really shitty job this season with all of their stories. With everything. Mm -hmm. And you had 22 episodes and you wasted five of it on a joke that could have played for one at least at least five and i'm not gonna call the five rivervale episodes a waste because those were interesting but they didn't pay off well well that's what i mean though they didn't have to be five whole episodes they could have been a couple uh, i understand why it was five i'm i'm fine with it but they didn't have them pay off the, to the level which they were claiming they were going to make it to happen. Our payoff was an Ethel joke. I mean, it was a good joke. But it was a good bit. I mean, bless but... Shane and Purser, but you were too good for this show. All right. So we start off with Jughead writing. He's at that blue and gold office. I know it's the Riverdale choice, but it's always the blue and gold to me. <laughs> um, you know, they're talking about this war that, you know, they have been predestined to lose. and. We see Percival is, you know, doing some incantation. He's floating over candles. And we learn that Percival's closed and bordered up the town. So uh, so not only can people not leave, no one can get in. So help can't get in. Mm -hmm. We see Archie, you know, he's got his battle map, you know, his little figurines, you know, in different places. Literally silly. playing toy soldiers. And... You know, then we we figure out there's a couple things we got to do. We got to seal the Hellmouth. So they go down to the White Worm and they get their Holy Grail and, you know, they're making it all fun. Then they've got to raid the outpost. So they go to Percy's shop. 
and they've come to find out that Percy's taken all the weapons, but they're going to burn it down just to be sure. But Reggie grabs Hiram's portrait before they do, which is very sweet. Is it? It is. I think it's just a thing for the show. I mean, I... I I, didn't care. (laughs) I didn't care either, but I thought it was a nice thing for Reggie to have done for Veronica. Yeah, I guess. It shows that he does actually care about her. Uh, We go over to Thornhill and Betty's pacing back and forth. Polly's telling her to chill, but Betty can't. Her mom's been killed. And Betty tells Polly, you tell me she's in a better place one time, I swear. Polly's like, okay, okay. (laughs) You gotta have faith. Oh, screw faith. (laughs) Yeah, Betty's Betty's wigging out. On the other hand, we also get the eye-rolling line. All I have is rage. Yeah, that was, yeah. I'm so tired of it. At least she didn't say, I just have my darkness. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we go over to the Tang's apartment and Kevin's there and he's upset about his dad. His dad was also executed and they're trying to console him and there's a knock at the door and they're kind of freaking out and it's Moose. Uh, he slipped back before the borders closed and, you know, he's there to comfort Kevin. Oh, which is this is also a waste of Cody Kersley, but I really like Moose. So I like Kevin and Moose being together. I it's do, nice. too. I do, too. Nice. It is very nice. Uh, We go over to the El Royale, and Veronica's there to talk to Archie. And Archie's just kind of very matter-of-fact about Frank uh, having been executed. It's like Frank was a soldier. He knew the risks. Um, If he was here, he'd tell me to focus on the fight and focus on the living. Oh, compartmentalization. It's It's a very useful tool. It's very common in the military. So... But it can also mess you the fuck up. Yes, that we desperately need to fund more uh, mental health care for everybody, particularly our veterans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's a whole thing. (laughs) But, you know, it's right. It's right in character. He's got something bigger stakes are in front of him. He doesn't have time to deal with whatever emotions he has about his uncle. So that's fair. But they've decided that they're going to go meet at the casino with Percy to discuss their rules of engagement and Archie needs an expert negotiator. Veronica's a horrible negotiator. (laughs) Let's just be clear. She's a horrible negotiator. She's also the only choice. Of course she is. She's the only choice. So then we cut to later. We're still at the El Royale. There's meeting with, you know, all of the, the scoobs discussing the terms. And basically their goal is to get the bodies back. And but they but they have to be willing to offer something. And so they suggest Veronica's just half of Riverdale. Um, we just split it down the line like it used to be in jugs, like, no, we're not gonna do a north side, south side again. Which I appreciate. This is a nice callback to Jughead's roots. Thanks, writers. Shut up. <laughs> Stop being bitter. I thought it was a clever in-joke from the writers of like. No, we're not doing that shit again. <laughs> well, but he, Jughead of all people who used who used to wear a Southside shirt all the fucking time, <laughs> would have the biggest feelings about that. So it's appropriate. Tony wants to make sure that they're not thinking about giving Anthony over, and they're like, "Nope, we're not doing that." And House is like, "Look, you know, I've seen the future. Maybe we need to be ready to say goodbye to those we've lost for good." 
And nobody's really happy about that. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. After that meeting, Tabitha goes to talk to Veronica and Archie just is like, hey, just remember, Percival's immortal. He's not invulnerable. And they're like, okay, it's good to remember. So they go, you got to shoot him point blank. Okay, cool. So that's the plan. They're going to shoot Percival. They've seen the future. Yes. <gasps> so they go to the casino and they see Twyla Twist. And they're like, wait a minute. There's all these ghoulies everywhere. Who are these people? I thought they were dead. And Twyla's like, look closer. They're your friends and neighbors. And we see Weatherby is a ghoulie. We see Miss Weiss is a ghoulie. Janet Weiss. Yeah, Miss Weiss. No. How dare you? Dr. Curdle. I don't think I didn't see. Dr. He's Curl. there. Oh, okay. he's there. Okay. Well, yeah, they've been brainwashed. So they're helping. And Veronica quietly says, maybe you shouldn't have blown up the ghost train. You think? <laughs> well, now we're back in the office and we're talking with Percival. And Percival has a portrait of himself as a soldier in the same vein as Veronica and Hiram's portraits where theirs were. And Archie offers to be a prisoner. And... Percival brings out this mace that was forged in Asgard. Fuck off. That he can use to split Archie in half, essentially. He only wants revenge on the friends. He wants complete control. So surrender and pledge allegiance and I'll be nice. And Veronica takes this opportunity to try to shoot Percival, at which point her gun turns into like a magician's gun where it's just got flowers coming out of it. Oops. That was the time where they needed to have a little boing sound effect because, yeah, it's that silly. This show is not silly, Diana. It's very serious. It's very silly. (laughs) Archie's a little confused by that. Uh, But Percival says, take your dead. And when they go downstairs, the three caskets are waiting for them. And uh, as they go, Twyla's like, I I can't believe you did that. And he's like, this is part of my true warfare this is this is them playing into my hand. Woohoo. Yep. So we go back to El Royale and they've got the caskets. And before Cheryl takes them off to do her spell, Betty wants to say goodbye. Betty wants to see her to say goodbye just in case it doesn't work. Okay, cool. She opens it. The heads are missing. <laughs> yeah. Like once Betty says this, then Kevin goes and checks his dad and then. Archie opens the other one, which we assume is Frank. And Cheryl's like, yeah, the bodies have to be whole or it won't work. Riverdale. So now it's a cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, great. Not like it never wasn't, but you know. Mm -hmm. (gasps) So we're at the Jabatha apartment and Jughead's just making a sandwich, He's just doing his thing. And I love it. I love it. It's just, it's very comic book Jug, which he is dressed way more comic book than he has in a very long time. It's been creeping in, which I love. It's very like costume designers been doing a great job. Tabitha's like, you got to leave Jughead because I've seen every scenario and you don't make it out. Jughead's like, nah, but you know, if there's a, there's a little chance, y'all need my mental abilities to do this. And I came back from the dead for this. I came back from the dead for this. And I'm not leaving you. And Tabs was like, you said that in every scenario that I visited. But I have to try. And Jughead's like, I know. I know. I love you. I love you too. Blah, 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 blah. <sighs> blah, 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 blah. 
then we see Percy. He's doing a spell and he's got the Reggie doll, but he's also got three other dolls. And I didn't notice the first time I watched it. But one of the dolls is very gray and has stitches all over it. And I realized uh-huh. that that's the Glenn doll. And then uh-huh. that leads you to believe what the other two are. But that was really cool. Of course. I, I didn't notice it the first time I watched it. So he's like doing a thing. And then we go to Reggie and Archie are drinking at, at Archie's house. And Archie's telling him we need to leave the houses because we're sitting ducks. We need to go into the woods so we have a chance to fight. And kind of goes through. He's like, we got Jughead. We've got Cheryl. Like, and the rest of us, we can get down and dirty. And Reggie's just like, yeah, smart dude. Uh, can you get me another brewski? And he's like, <laughs> he's a little forceful with it. But Archie's, Archie's a little like, okay. And but goes. And then we see Bingo just growling at Reggie. <laughs> this was the one great part of this episode. This was fun. This whole bit. Then we go over to Betty and she's on the phone with Polly. And she's like, yeah, I know you mean well. I just, I don't, I want to be alone. Okay. Love you too. And then she hears something smash downstairs. Then we go to Veronica. She's making a drink and she hears a knock on the door. She's like, oh, who's there? It's me. Tablelite. Uh, can I come inside, please? Then we go over to Thornhill and Cheryl is chatting with Heather. And I was like, hey, you know, there's something about... The comet, we've been making an incorrect assumption. And they're like, oh, what is it? And Jason walks in and he has lines. Share, share. Want to play? Got a bow and arrow. She's like, JJ, we're having a conversation maybe later. Jason goes, why are you so mean to me? And he shoots Heather in the shoulder with an arrow. Shell runs away. And Jason, Hell yes. Jason goes after. This is great. He goes after her. He shoots a portrait of her. Uh-huh. Then we cut over to Reggie, who takes out his special dagger and starts stabbing Archie. Great. Cool. We go over to the Cooper house, and it's stitched together Glenn looking for a weapon. Betty grabs a fire poker, and then we see Abuelita shoot through Veronica's front door. Not just that. A fucking shotgun. Yeah. She didn't just have a gun. She has a double barrel. Yeah, it's a shotgun. Absolutely. So then so then so then we go to the Jabatha apartment and they're both just sitting there eating their sandwiches. And Tabitha stops. She's like, Oh my god, I'm the guardian angel of Riverdale. My my divine sense, it's it's tingling. One of the souls is dying. She has angel tingle. It's her angel tingle. This is so stupid. Love it. So (laughs) Betty heard zombie Glenn. Abuelita is running after Veronica saying that she killed her son. Yeah. Uh, we're playing Marco Polo at Thornhill. <laughs> God. Then Betty gets a chainsaw. Then Veronica. Well, Betty gets a chainsaw. Glenn comes into the garage is like, come get some. Oh, fucking hell. She says that. And then Veronica slimes the doorknobs and hides in her tub. And then. <laughs> Abuelita comes in and she's like, oh, yeah, there's some neurotoxin. You're just going to be paralyzed. Yeah. And then Reggie goes into Archie's bedroom. Archie jumps on him and Reggie just keeps stabbing, stabbing, stabbing him. And Archie's trying to choke hold him. And so they both pass out. And then at Thornhill, you know, they're playing Marco Polo. And then finally, Cheryl steps out from a painting and she's just like, 
I should have never brought you back. And she sets Jason on fire. And then she cries. And then we cut back to Bingo, who starts licking Archie as Tabitha shows up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like, Archie says, am I dying again? Not if we can help it. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a whole lot of things to happen in like 20 minutes. 20? That happened in like... 10 or 5. It feels like 20 minutes. I know, and it's not. It's wild. I could have had a whole episode of this crazy bit, and it would have been really fun. Yeah, just so much happened in like the tiniest amount of time. It is nuts. (laughs) Come get some. Then we get Abuelita and Veronica talking, and I was like, I don't know what happened. Just heard this voice. And like, I was supposed to come punish you. And Veronica's just like, I believe a very bad person sent you to hurt me. Mm -hmm. And then we go back to the Cooper house and Polly's there. She's come to check on Betty. And Betty's just like, "Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Glenn's twitching in the garage. We see that. Yeah, we see we see a hand twitch. Yeah, just covered in blood, drinking some drinking something. We go back to Thornhill and Cheryl's talking with Heather and she's like, I just, I shouldn't have resurrected him. And Heather's just like, your brother was clearly possessed by Percival. It wasn't his fault. And then she's like, oh, wait, before you were pierced with an arrow, I believe you had something to tell me about the comet. Oh, merciful Hecate. Yes. <sighs> oh, my God. It's just. <laughs> so then we go back to the Andrews house and Archie is all healed. Like, well, duh, Bingo has healing properties, so he's got it in his saliva. <laughs> it's just, it's very like, yeah, we know. <laughs> but he's very ashamed. He feels awful. And then Tony shows up. And they're like, what's up? Thanks, Kevin Moose and I came up with a plan. A crazy ass plan. Okay, another plan. Another plan. So then we sit down and we explain the serpents have a saying, always kill a baby snake in its egg so it doesn't grow up to bite you. Oh, my God. That was such a stupid fucking saying. <laughs> that was bullshit. Also, when have they ever said They've that? They've never said anything like that. Never. So they've seen into the future and they've, they've seen baby Anthony grow up and he is a warrior. So what if they just have Tabitha speed up time around anthony so that he can be grown and he can fight percival to which reggie's like that's some looper level shit which is a great reference looper is a fabulous movie this plot at this point officially turned into what i wrote in all caps as the swissest of cheese i i I just i I just really like that looper got a shout out because that movie's great and it didn't get enough play it's a great it's a great ref but abuelita has shot plot holes the size of shotgun shells in through all of this at this point i think it's the neurotoxins have eaten away at everyone's brains (laughs) it's um so tabitha speeds up time only for baby anthony and then he comes out of archie's office and archie gets him the dagger to use to hurt percival just just the fangs line anthony are you in there son are you in there son like, I'm sorry, Drew. Tanner, I love you. You're great. But um, you're, you're a daddy, not a father. 
Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's just not working too great here. Oh my God. I know. I know. He is not a hot dad of Riverdale yet. No, he's not mature enough to be a hot dad of Riverdale yet. It doesn't work. It's just, no. Sorry. Sorry, man. <laughs> Close, but not quite. Later, this things is talking to the serpents and they're getting ready to go and just remember we're not trying to kill the ghoulies just subdue them they're our neighbors they're being mind control we seize command of the casino and clear a path to percival got it and they're like yeah Ugh. and so then we go to the blue and gold office for some reason and tabitha and jacket are talking and jacket's like look don't warn me chase dreams and Tabitha's like what and he's like look i've been i've I'm choosing to look at it like this. I've lived a wonderful life. I've fallen in love. I've published a book. I've gone to alternate universes and met other versions of myself. There's so many people that can say they've done that. To which Tabitha is like, oh my God, alternate universes. You need to open up another portal right now to Riverdale. And he's like, well, why? To which Tabitha explains, in all those scenarios we lost against Percival, we were in Riverdale, but we have access to alternate universes now. What? And we couldn't have thought of this any time before then. This couldn't have been a part of their Let's Go to Rivervale episode. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm it's just stupid. It's just this it's is exhausting. just where I, I that's where I feel like they just had to keep stretching things out. So many times we watch this and we're like, well, this is fucking stupid, but we're okay, we'll go with you. This time it's just exhausting. Because mm -hmm. they're just piling on made-up thing after made-up thing. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. there's a good story in here. It's just covered in all of this bullshit. Yes. And some of the bullshit is fun, but some of it is really just bullshit. Mm-hmm. So Cheryl shows up at Archie's house. Is like, uh, I got some mage tea to spill about Bailey's Comet. <laughs> it's not coming tonight. It's coming tomorrow. Huh? I've got the telescope. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, let's just get rid of Percy before, you know, zero hour. Okay, cool. Whatever. So we go over to the casino and Twyla's with Percy. And Twyla's like, I'm kind of worried about the army. And Percy's like, yeah, they're just cannon fodder. I do not care. <laughs> also, so are you. Yeah, I don't give two shits about any of these people. Okay, bye. Uh, to which Twyla's like actually insulted as though she didn't see any of this coming. You're a bad leader. But they're also mind controlled. True. She's also Which also leader. doesn't make. A... Ah! Yeah, exactly. The serpents arrive. Heaven's a serpent here. Great. Cool. Weird. I love how they just play fast and loose with that. Tony throws ninja stars to Twyla's face. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do like that. Kevin is the one leading the charge towards Percival with Anthony right behind him. So he is Anthony's shield, essentially. I appreciate that. And he gets shot. He gets shot. Oh, if this was a serious finale, Kevin's dead. Oh, yeah. Kevin is... The, if this, if we were going to have serious, serious finale, Kevin would 100% be dead. From that bullet. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And so Anthony's like, hey, you know me? I'm Anthony. And Percival is actually scared. He has tried to shoot Anthony several times and he just takes him. He's fine. And so Percy runs over to his chair. <laughs> like, <laughs> ugh, it's so funny the way he does it. He leans all the way back in his chair. He spins it around. And then when the chair spins, his clothes are sitting there. And then we see from the waist up, but naked Percival doing a spell on the casino door. So he's sealing those shut. This is 
goddamn monsters crap. It is, but that part was funny to me. I liked that part. I know, but it's Adam's family bullshit, and up until now, he's been sinister. Because we're going to the comic book world. Are we, though? Yes, we are 100%. My problem is you've given us nothing to that effect up until right this moment. What they should have done... Because I'm okay. I've seen I've seen the finale. Okay, like I'm not gonna pretend I don't know what's happening. <laughs> hey, like uh, whatever. Um, I also live in the universe, so like things don't stay spoiler free for long. What they should have done is kind of like very similar to Wandavision, where you just have small things show up that are anachronistic that you don't really think about, which would have worked so well in Riverdale in a modern but made to look vintage design which is the whole show that would have worked so well so well and would have caused the switch and the bleeding between the worlds to be less perceptible to the people in show (sighs) but but you know this is the crap we've got so the ghoulies are done and percy escaped but the serpents are stuck there but they are looking for the heads And now there's another plan. So now there's another plan. Are we on our third plan now? I don't know. There's like a 12th plan. I don't (laughs) don't give a fuck no more. So they've got to put Pops back to where it was. And we got to do the battle in another universe because the odds are better. The energies are different. The supernatural exists there. And so they're all like, we've got two hours. How do we do this? So Tabitha speeds up time around the group that's moving pops and they put it back together step by step. We see them doing this. I like that as soon as it's over, <laughs> Reggie's like, man, even in hyperspeed, moving blows. <laughs> Which I love. Fucking Charles Melton, always here for a line. I will helps. say if there's one thing they did so well this season, it was Reggie. Yeah. Reggie this season is the best Reggie's ever been. Reggie is top notch. They have given the character so much and charles melton has risen to the occasion we knew he was capable of this love to see it everybody else Hmm. i'm glad you're getting paid good for you (laughs) all of you take that money and run what you're all gonna do anyways it's fine so then it was time it's time it's time to fight percival so archie's outside with his bat (laughs) and percival's there with his mace and the friends, we see them watching from the diner. And so they fight. The friends watch some more. Punchy, punchy. Yeah, it's punchy, punchy time. Thwacky, thwacky. And then the friends are not there in the window. And then we hear a breath and they're all there. And then they're all punching and they're battling the town. And, you know, they're just, they're, they're, dis- they're all taking a whack at him. Cool. But then Percy starts doing a spell and the fog comes in. And Veronica's poisoned, Betty's blinded, Cheryl's frozen, Archie's turned into a bronze statue, and Reggie is a living dummy. Great joke. I'm a magic man. I'm a magic man. And so he can see Jughead in the window. So Jughead's just sitting in a booth. He's wearing a tux. And he goes into the diner. And he goes and he sits down. And as he does that, we see the other side of the diner. All the ghosts are there. The Pops ghosts are sitting there. And he's like, hey, what's up? And he's got dominoes set up. And it's like, come on, let's fight, you know, for, you know, let's do this. Whoever wins gets Riverdale. Whoever loses gets lobotomized. <sighs> Why that term specifically, y'all? 
like I don't love it. That's a whole charged loaded thing that doesn't need to be used. Yep. <gasps> but it's Riverdale, so that's their specialty. Anyway, test of mental prowess. Yes. And Jughead believes in beginner's luck. So they each go into each other's brains. So Jughead goes to Percy's and, you know, it's a door. It's a stone door and it's locked. And then Percy's back at Jughead's, which we've seen before. And he goes in and he just picks up a comic book and rips it. And we see what that memory is. And then he picks up another one and he rips it and he sees that one. And we also see the beanie is sitting there on the, the table, which I like. Nice touch. And Jughead walks in. He's like, oh. That wasn't so hard for you. And person was like, yeah, I've done this before. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's um, how we got this idea. What do you mean? Oh, well, while you're here, your body is still vulnerable. So then they kind of flash back. So they go back into their bodies. But now Percival is covered in stab wounds. Uh-huh. And he's just like, you can't do this. I'm immortal. In Riverdale, you're immortal. But that's not where we are. These are my Riverdale friends. And so... We see friends and all of the friends are holding a dagger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but you used to be mortal. About 440 years ago. Yeah. So Tabitha takes him through the door, which is a Jughead portal. So that's how they tricked him. Mm-hmm. And she takes him to 1580 into the forest where they meet Mr. Cypher. It's like, oh, he's been dying to reconnect with you. And... You know, Percival tries to be like, ah, oh, this continuity, blah, blah, blah. And Mr. Cypher's like, actually, this contract is in perpetuity, all continuities. And Percival knows he's kind of done. So he yells, if I can't have Riverdale, no one can. So he starts an incantation. Cypher takes him off. And Tabitha's like, so she goes back and she tells him all it's over. We beat Percival. And so then we get this montage where like they found the heads in the fridge. And Betty watched Dr. Curdle, you know, reattach them. Cheryl brings them back. Everything's happy. Yay. Yeah. But then we're at Thornhill and Heather has some really disturbing news. And they look in the telescope. Oh, no. We go over to the Jabatha apartment and Jack is like, why am I still here? I was like, what? It's like, I, you said it. My death is a fixed point. And so they're like, yeah, maybe something shifted between the universes and no, we may never know. And so we see everybody else like cleaning up and, you know, um, spending time, you know, with their their loved ones. And Cheryl shows up on Archie's porch as he's drinking a beer with Frank. She's like, yeah, you need to get everybody. What? Yeah, the comet's going to crash into Riverdale and it's going to be uh, an extinction level event. And Tabitha realizes that was the destruction I saw. It wasn't from Percival. It was from the comet. Riverdale. What a deeply unsatisfying episode of action with two very fun sequences. Yeah, and like, again, I like how they outsmarted Percival. I think that's a great way to pay off what they've learned about their abilities. But it took too long to get here. And again, we've wasted so much time and they've been stretching and redoing things. And you can just tell it's just to get to that 22 order and it just doesn't serve their story. It's frustrating and I don't like it. Well, and I I have no doubt that they're going to push it to the full 22 episodes for the final season. 
I wouldn't be surprised if they don't, if they do, like I, it won't surprise me at all, but I do think I suspect because it's the last one, they have to really finish off things. So they have to tie up some loose ends and we already have a problem, but we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> so until next time, hashtag bulldogs forever. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.